It's a trap. I screamed at the movie. Don't you know? It was too easy. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, your practical priestess of wisdom, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So join me on the flip as we get into something really important, y'all. Keep listening as we talk about avoiding the shortcut trap. I'll see you on the flip. Wisdom has a word for us today, you guys, so listen in. It's a setup. Oh, yes. Shortcuts, cutting to the chase, uh, just, just the facts, no fluff, done for you, crib notes, they're all traps. And me as a dum-dum, for too many years, I fell for it every single time. Or what about the hookup, the come up? Oh, yes, they're traps. And I would I would be doing you dirty if I did not share this wisdom smack that I had to get and I continue to have to get. All right. So let's look at this and, uh, you know, unpack it so that we can get it and, and move on to higher and greater things. So first of all, I just want to say this. Uh, when we're talking about shortcuts in, in this context, we're talking about uh, ways to do things that um, cut out time, cut out effort and energy, um, and make things easy, um, make us, uh, well, actually, <laughs> a lot of times, get other people to do stuff for us. Sometimes um, it pretends to, uh, that it uh, it hides and pretends like it's leverage and uh, those types of things. But yeah, I'm talking about those shortcuts that are thieves of our best experiences and our proper setup for success. All right. So why I'm on a tear about this? <laughs> I'm going to say that for me personally, I'm working on a new project and I, this New project. I'm not new to the experience. It's just a new one of these types of projects. And as usual, the same things that I dread and I should not dread. I've talked about what dread is, but yeah, I sometimes dread them are happening. Technology and trying to uh, make things fit and work seamlessly and not break and all of that kind of stuff. And it is very, very frustrating. And I want to have uh, shortcuts on this. I really do. And where appropriate, I am getting support and help. But where I need to do the stuff, instead of looking for the shortcuts, I'm having to put on my big girl panties and eat uh, eat what I kill, you know, and get out there and just do it. And in this process, I have been getting these wisdom smacks coming. And these are not cute little kisses, y'all. These are smacks upside my head. Like, you know, stop shortcutting yourself into uh, what you said you wanted. And I had to sit back and take a look at what really are shortcuts doing to most of us. And 
just like anyone else trying to uh, make the best of what um, the resources they have, namely time and effort and uh, expenditures of personal energy, I'm always looking for a way to do something uh, faster, um, done for me, get just the end results and those types of things. But when it gets to the point where I'm sacrificing the important components that the process is supposed to build within me, that's when it's not good. And so those are the shortcuts I am talking about. Um, Shortcuts are thieves. They, They just really are. They are thieves in that when you take a lot of shortcuts, they Uh, rob you and if you're offering services and things to others, they rob you of uh, a a stable, a stability. Um, They produce inferior product. Yeah. Shoddy work. All of those types of things that the shortcut can do. And yet and still, we treat shortcuts like a Sugar, uh, sugar addicted kid in a candy store. We can't get enough of it. And hopefully by me just reminding you this of today, you'll take a look and see where are you trying to, you know, get your shortcuts? Where are you trying to cut corners um, to just get to the end, get to the end result? Okay. So I want you to actually Ask yourself that and look at it, if you will, and you'll be surprised when you pose the question, the areas that come up, things that you never thought that you were shortcutting. And, you know, not for nothing, shortcuts, they are alluring. So I'm not going to say bad on you. No, shortcuts are dressed up and they are pretty and enticing. And so they do their job. They have a certain seduction and enchantment on them for us to really want them. And, you know, Let's be honest. We, if you are being honest with yourself as well, we are addicted to the easy. But you have to be careful because it's not good to be a shortcut addict. And so one of the things that I want you to look at is once you take the opportunity, maybe as I'm even talking, things are popping up in your mind that, yeah, I'm shortcutting on that. I could do better. I want you to look and Determine, if you can, what type of um, instant reward, uh, something for nothing or winning at all cost, what are those giving you in, in, in uh, return for your efforts? When I uh, was a kid, um, we had chores around the house and mine was doing the dishes and I hated doing those dishes. Oh my gosh, I hated doing those dishes. And we did not have a dishwasher. I was the dishwasher. My mom was like, I got enough kids. I I, I have dishwashers. I don't need a, a machine. And I just thought it was cruel that I would have to wash dishes for a large family of eight. I was like, this is crazy. So I would always try to find shortcuts. And so what I would do is all the pots and pans um, that were used during the cooking process, I'd fill them with water and leave them all on the counter. And that way I only had to wash the dishes. And the next morning it would be somebody else's day and I would have quote unquote 
giving them some help or a shortcut because the water would have loosened all of the caked on whatevers. And my mother was like, I am not having this. She was like, you are going to make sure that there is no dish, no pot, no pan left at the end of your day. Enough with this. And I'm just giving you a paraphrase because this is an amalgamation of, of different conversations like this. And she told me, she said, you know, it's one thing to be lazy and look for better solutions. She said, it's another to be lazy when it causes you more work. She says, that is just being ignorant and she honed that in. And I was thinking about that uh, because of this situation that I'm I'm in right now trying to do this project. And I am, I'll be honest, I'm just looking for shortcuts. And I've been proverbially putting water in pots only to let them pile up in things that I've been pushing off and not doing that I know I need to go on and do to get this project really going. And just seems to me that in my cuckoo-ness, I didn't realize that looking for these instant rewards, this, you know, something for nothing kind of mentality and um, trying to circumvent all of the things that need to go in, just wanting to get to the end result, I looked to see that it was truly robbing me of a lot of things that I need to be able to sustain and to keep and to maintain what I'm trying to do in the first place by doing the project. So let's look at that. One of the things, and I've already said that short shortcuts are thieves and they are they can be beautiful thieves because they entice you with instant gratification. You can have your relief right now. Oh yes, you can uh, you can rest while everyone else is having to toil and do cuckoo-ness. You can, you know, you're smarter than everybody else because you took the shortcut. And what it does is it takes away all of the problem-solving skills. It takes away the mental fortitude that you gain from having to go through and uh, solve things, figure out things. It robs you of the needed strength and stamina you need. It removes calluses and frictions to handle more stress. And thus, what the shortcut does is just like when I'm trying to leave that water in the pots as a little kid, it's waiting for you tomorrow, but this time it's gotten worse because it's cold, it's gooky, and there's more of it. Or like my mom, you get to do the dishes, dishes all week since you didn't learn how to do them when you had the opportunity on your day. And so it compiles uh, and, and piles on the very thing that you're trying to avoid. So don't be like that. So now I want to I want to talk about some of the the things that make it worthwhile denying the shortcut. Well for one, you can stop being addicted in going through and doing the process. There is a certain refinement, detail, mastery, stability and even uh, transcendence that happens when you go through the process and learn to do it the right way. Now, I'm going to tell you, I love watching um, street food videos on YouTube. It's a guilty pleasure, and I'm not ashamed to own it. I love them. And 
I mean, I'll watch the videos for stuff that I know I'll, I, I'm just not ready to eat, you know, <laughs> but looking at these people's mastery and seeing how efficient and effective they are is a powerful thing. And so I'm bringing this up because this is when I started getting the wisdom smacks. There was this street vendor video and it was in one of the Asian countries and they were making like this whole bunch of stuff. And um, they, you know how they, well, not, you know, but what they'll do is for this particular channel, they'll show you the finished product and then they'll go back and show you how it was made. And I saw all of these different shapes and types and things. And I was like, that's really cool. And I thought that they were going to use a mold to form the stuff and make it. And when I uh, watched the video, and the video was only like eight minutes long, the person making these shapes and things started with a, a lump of, they called it fish cake. And it was just this, this lump of doughy looking something. And... <laughs> He would pull a little bit of it and he'd put all of the whatever's in it. And then he would take this little slab of dough and make it into a perfect roll. Sometimes he would make it into um, um, little bites. Uh, sometimes he would make it into various shapes and fill it with stuff. And the thing is, is he was moving so fast, so proficiently that it was a thing of elegant, elegant beauty. And the wisdom smack was, do you notice everything he's doing is uniform? It looks perfect. And everything was cooking at the same time, evenly. And there were no uh, shortcuts used. And when wisdom spoke, it was like, this is what the shortcut is an imitation of. You guys, the shortcut is an imitation of what mastery looks like. And when you always opt for the imitation, you will always get inferior. Because he was moving faster than if you were using... Um, the uh, uh, what do you call it? The 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 molds and things. And ask me how I know, <laughs> because I had just watched another video where there was this assembly line, and these people were filling the assembly line with the little uh, batters, and <laughs> their video was like. 17 minutes and some change and they were making the same well they were only making one of the shapes that he was making they were making the same types of shapes but they had to put them they had to fill all the molds well actually they had to uh, put little stuff in the molds so it wouldn't stick they had to fill the molds close the top down flip it over like you were doing a waffle and then um they had to wait for it to, you know, cook. And um, then they had to take it all out and assemble it and everything. And I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is killing the game because he was doing it by hand. And as soon as he would get one done, it would go into the cooking, you know, apparatus or what. I mean, well, it was, it was frying oil. Let's just be honest. It was frying oil. It would go in and he would do them like, shoop, 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 shoop. And it would be like four at a time. And somebody was right behind him getting them out when they were, you know, done. 
and he would move on to the next thing. And I was like, he did this and he did like three different shapes of something, including putting the stuff in the middle that he was doing. Cause I don't know what this food is y'all. Let's just be honest. And he did that in like eight minutes and 53 seconds. And I watched another video using all of this, you know, shortcut stuff that took twice as long. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. And I think I had to thank wisdom because I had never noticed or put that together that when we try to do shortcuts, shortcuts are mimicry, imitation, falseness, shadows, facsimiles of what we're trying to get to. And that is mastery. Now, don't at me. Don't come for me saying, well, automation still works. Just because someone is good at making a car from scratch doesn't mean they can put out a lot of them. I am not talking about that. Nope, I am not. I am talking about mastery on things where there is a certain amount of creativity and artistry and uniqueness um, of of product. And so that is and when I say uniqueness of product, I'm not trying to uh, say that things that can be automated are, are are not unique and good. I'm just simply saying that uh, as we are made to create and we are creative beings, when we shortcut ourselves of becoming masterful in something that we create, we relegate ourselves to being a, a monotone uh, person who does not get to have a a fullness of life. And I know I'm waxing poetic on that, but I I do want us to understand that there is great wisdom in learning how to do something. Um, As a person who's been blessed to create curriculum and train people on various subjects over the years, another thing that I have uh, experienced is when people are confronted with difficulties that char- that challenge them and that make them feel frustrated, uncomfortable, or less than what they would like to view themselves as, that's another reason why people will look for the shortcut. And thus, we can get into becoming addicted to the shortcut, believing that we should be able to control every feeling everything that goes on. Remember I said, I'm, I'm working on a project right now. I'm having to deal with those doggone technology guys, Neil Gaiman, if you're listening. <laughs> um, and it's, it's uncomfortable. It's frustrating. It makes me feel like a dunce at times, but yet and still I prevail because Once I learn this new tool that I'm using, and yes, I'm having to do a little bit of coding. Uh, Y'all, I'm when I say a little bit, I mean a little bit, but I'm having to continue to remind myself that wisdom has said that I will be stable. And once I learn this, I won't have to worry about always being at the mercy of others to outsource to and to, um, have to pay because I don't know. And instead, when I outsource to people, I can do it because I can make the best decision on the best resource to use because I know it well enough to get the person who knows what they're doing. And thus it becomes, instead of a shortcut, it becomes an asset of leverage to me. And that brings me to the next thing. And that is when we are addicted to the easy, 
We truncate our learning and our ability to learn something. Back in the early 90s, um, Dave Thomas, he was uh, the founder of Wendy's. And uh, at the same time, Jack Welsh, who was um, a famed CEO of uh, General Electric, GE, they both talked about similar things. And that was that as a CEO of a company, and this is, I'm using this in relation to you being the CEO of your life, they suggested that the buck always stops here. It always lands on you. You are responsible for every part of your life, aka the business that they were talking about. Uh, if something goes wrong, you need to be well-versed enough to be able to fix it. And too many times we shortcut away things such that we outsource and give away our power to other people. How many times have you seen someone who is going to jail well, I'm talking about in the U.S., for tax evasion, only to blame it on their accountant. And it's like, but you're going to jail. So even our government says you were responsible for your income and you cannot blame it on your accountant because ultimately the buck stops here. And when we shortcut because we want to avoid understanding, even just you don't have to understand on a mastery level, but understanding enough to get the gist of it. That is our our bare responsibility. Now, I hear you saying, well, I don't understand how the insides of my phone work, but I, you know, I still allow my phone to make my calls. Yes, that's something different. So don't be petty. Do not be a petty prince or princess with me today. Just keep on going with me because if you get this wisdom, it is going to save you. And that is the thing that I want to come back around to. And that is, we are so busy trying to get our shortcuts and not realizing that those shortcuts are making our journeys longer because we don't want to feel bad. We don't want to feel uncomfortable. And this is the point that really got me to where I had to grapple with it. And I, I'm, I'm having, actually having to journal through this because the fear of the unknown or the loss of control over something, or even the fear that you're missing out. Everybody is passing you by and you need to hurry up and catch up. Those are some drivers that can drive any of us to becoming um, addicted to the easy, addicted to the shortcut, only to find out that it was always a trap. It was too easy and thus it was a trap. And so when we look for these shortcuts, um, it it sets us up for becoming locked in this perpetual maze with no ending. And that's something that I would never want anyone to have to continue to go through. And it makes it where we start to actually believe that the shortcut is the way we need to live life. And thus, it makes when people actually learn and go through the process and stick with it, it makes them stick out as um, master unicorns. And it's not that it should be far and few between. It should be that everyone has some sense of mastery in their life because when they were going through their projects, their trials, their callings, vocations, whatever you want to call it, they did what they needed to. Um, 
I was a I, I loved to read even as a kid. And in our uh, school library, we were blessed to have the works of Charles Dickens and Edgar Allan Poe and all of those types of things. And I remember as a little kid, uh, when we first started getting into chapter books and things, I uh, didn't like all the words on the page. I wanted the pictures. I, you know, I wanted the easy. And my mother, she, I don't think she meant to make me feel badly. I think she really just wanted to help me. And, you know, she, she just leveled with me and she was like, you need every advantage you can get. And she told us, me and my siblings all the time, she was like, advantage means you got to work harder for it. You got to be twice as good for it because advantage for you is clouded in a lot of hard work that other people aren't able to do. And she would always tell us things like, you have to be willing to do what other people can't or won't to stand out, to set aside and to get what a lot of people can get by, you know, just being, you know, regular. <laughs> and I appreciated that. But concerning these these chapter books and, and all of that, she was like, you know, don't be that kid who, when the opportunity came to enjoy learning, um, where it's just you and what's on the page, you shirked it because you were trying to do the easy way out and the low-hanging fruit. And my mom, she would say things like, she was like, be careful of low-hanging fruit. It's either the most ripe or the most rotten. And that stuck with me. So I started working my way up. And around this time, my grandmother was giving me logic puzzles to keep my mind engaged. And thus, I don't know if they consciously knew it, but they were helping to wire my brain at a young age to be able to concentrate and to uh, stick with things that made me uncomfortable. And so I remember um, I was... 11, 10 or 11 uh, going into the summer and they always had summer reading programs and I signed up and I was like, I am not reading this little, you know, stuff and I am not trying to knock Judy Bloom. I am not. But instead of Judy Bloom and I, it's almost shame to say I never read Judy Bloom. <laughs> no, over the summer I read one summer, I read the works of Charles Dickens and um, next summer I read the works of Edgar Allan Poe that we had at the library. I didn't get them all read, but, you know, the ones we had at the library. And my uh, librarian, shouts out to you, Miss Stokely, if you're still listening and around. <laughs> she called my mom one time and I thought I was in trouble. She was like, your daughter's reading some very heavy <laughs> material. Is she okay? And my mom was like, she's fine. And um, we just laughed. But reading those works when I was such a young kid and being versed in Oliver Twist and David Copperfield and uh, House of Seven Gables and all of those things from, from that time paid off in dividends in that I tested better uh, because at the time they didn't realize that a lot of the standardized tests were based on these types of quote unquote general knowledge. And, um, if it wasn't prescribed on a list where a lot of people uh, were made to read it, they didn't know. And thus, they wouldn't do well on test. And because I had gone through literature and continue to do so, um, 
and reading the classics and starting to understand Greek tragedy and myth and all of those things, it helped me tremendously. And I, I would not have ever done that if I had been always trying to take the shortcut. So in my last few minutes, I want to just talk about how not to get got and fall into the trap of the shortcut. I think you understand now uh, why this is so insidious and why we have to avoid it. But one of the things that the shortcut will do is even if you're trying not to, is from a lack of preparation. There are many times I'm not trying to be lazy. It's just that I haven't prepared well or I've squandered my time and now I don't have enough time to do what is needed when there's a when 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 things have to get done and thus I'm forced to consider taking a shortcut. But what I'm going to tell you is this. If at all at, at all possible when you find that you have a deadline and you're forced to consider taking a shortcut that you know would produce an inferior product or service, it is better to ask for forgiveness, to extend the deadline, and to even give reason and own up to it. I did not plan properly. This is totally on me. And yes, I'm human, but I am learning from this to allow more time for X, Y, or Z, but I'm going to need to extend the deadline so that I can deliver what is needed in the proper way. Because if I don't, it's just going to make me have to redo it and, you know, move on from there. Take the L, take, you know, even if it means you might lose a, a product or a contract, be willing to be honest with yourself and do it right whenever you can. And always remember this, that the there is a learning curve, but there is also a barrier of entry. And anyone who has developed any kind of accolades and notability for themselves by great achievement has understood this one thing that they must be willing to do what others can't or won't. There, when people are trying to look for the easy to do with no experience or knowledge, anyone can do it. There is no profit left. And those who are remarkable or who are uh, able to, to attract monies to them or opportunities to them have left the building. They've moved on. And so if you're out there trying to figure out how to do something to maybe take care of yourself, get extra income or whatever. And, and you see everybody doing it and they're saying it's so easy. The profits, uh, the rewards and all of those things have already moved on and left the building because there really are no shortcuts when it comes to getting the best quality of your life. All right. So guess what? Yep. My time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spiva, your practical priestess of wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. Mwah. Please don't forget to check the show notes and use our Amazon link at michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ for all of your shopping. And I'll see And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out 
by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.